Welcome to How's Your E-Presence on Business Radio X. E-Presence manages social media for organizations and independent professionals that desire to enhance, strengthen their personal e-brands through online social media profiles. I'm Mark Galvin coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studios inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. So what do we do here on ePresence? What's this show all about? We love to answer questions on that professional social media side like, can social media help grow your business? Can it help you find a job? What if you're not looking for a job? Should I still be on social media? And to answer these questions, we spend time going over some data that's been collected by the ePresence research team and what's you know, really answering some of those questions that we're all looking for answers to. So we like to be on the top of things. And the way we do that is by constantly monitoring what's going on and, and keeping up to date on what's happening out there on the social media stratosphere and, um, and, and keeping Mark Zuckerberg on my Insta dial on my phone. <laughs> My handle on social media is easy to remember. I'm at ePresenceMG. That's ePresenceM for Mark, G for Galvin. No dots, no dashes, no underscores. And if you're listening to this podcast or to this show, the live show or even the podcast, hit me there. Throw out a question or two. And if you do it live during the show, I'll read your question right as we are uh, as we're broadcasting. That's a lot of fun. Or if you hit us after the show, I'll be happy to re- read over your questions and uh, respond to you in the next time we're on. So this this month, I'm pretty darn excited. We have uh, a great guest, and I want to introduce you to Mark Hayes. Mark, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me. What a pleasure. This is awesome. I am glad you're here. Nice setup. So there's a funny thing I, I got to tell everybody. You and I were at a conference. You were sitting be- behind me, and I did, by the way, I did one of those things that you're supposed to do at a conference when they decide they're going to pass around a mic and say, hey... Here, take the mic. Tell tell everybody who you are, what company you are, what you're with, and, and who you're with, and, and ask your question. And so I had to ask a question, so I did. And you tapped me on the shoulder, and you say, hey, do you know Deborah Dietzler, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And I turned and looked at you, and I said, how do I know you? Are you in, do, you go, do I go to church with you? Or are, did you go to school with me? Right. Do, are, did you work in the hotel business? And it's not that. How do I know you? Television. I was on TV here in Atlanta for ten years. Unbelievable. One solid decade, man, and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It, it was a lot of fun. Well, and so here's the interesting, and this this is no joke. And I've told you this before, not making it up. Mm-hmm. I used to love it when you were on Good Day Atlanta. Oh, thank. My you. wife and I would kick on the TV, and you lit up. Oh, that morning, that you. morning show. There's a there's a personality that goes with that, and you did a good job there. So well, we enjoyed it, and we we were a group that enjoyed each other. So you, you know, could we, tell. we always, you know, bought into the fact that we were as good as the collective. It, it wasn't one person that right. made the show, yeah. and uh, we enjoyed, you know, the feedback that we would get in the community of people saying, you know what, wow, you guys are awesome together. You know, well, when's Jeff coming back? Or when's Cheryl going to be back? When's Suchitha going to be back? And we realized that we were, we were stronger together. That's we, pretty cool. And, and, and we all bought in. And, and you have to at that hour in the morning. Yeah, what, what time did you get up? I mean, I got up at 2, 2.30. Oh, dude. You know, if it was snowing, we got up earlier. Oh, uh, <laughs> so. Well, speaking of that, one of the things that you did is you spent 20 hours on air during the Fulton County courthouse oh, yeah. shootings and the capture of Brian Nichols. What was that yeah, like? It was, it was frightening. I mean, it was a frightening day for us. I remember it like it was yesterday. And uh, it was it was really scary. I mean, you never anticipate something like that could even possibly happen. 
Yeah. And and the level of 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 carnage that was caused in just a short time was 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 really scary. And we had a reporter in the building at the time. Mark Teichner was actually one floor below where um, he started his rampage. So we were getting, wow. I mean, almost first person accounts. And it was vivid. It was real. You could you could almost sense this the fear in Mark and concern in Mark's voice. You know, our families are watching. Our families are concerned. You know, Mark's got a wife and kids. Right. And, you know, there were other reporters in the building as well. And so it, it was it was scary on a lot of different levels. That was an incredible story, especially because yeah. it was so hyper local. Yeah. And and nobody knew where he was going. No. Right. Because no he ended up. Any they, idea. They, they they caught him outside the perimeter. If yeah. I remember right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he got through. He went through CNN. They had the video of him oh, coming down right. the stairs with the yep. suit jacket on and no shirt. I mean, it was one of the most frightening images I had ever seen in all my years in television news. I can't believe a TV show has a TV movie has to come out on that. Um, um, well, I mean, you know what? It's so, it's so horrible, though. I don't yeah. know. That's a good point. That you could find a lot yeah. of entertainment value uh, in that. That's a good point. Well, you know? well put. Well said. Well, you learned a few things out there while you were uh, while you were on the air. Two Emmy nominations. Uh, you got a national you got national recognition for spot news coverage by the National Press Photographers Association, and then you went on and you decided to found Mark Hayes Consulting in 2010. Tell me about that. Yeah, so I was always interested in how people prepared to come on our show. Because a lot of times people would come, didn't really have their message down, didn't really know what they wanted to do. And, you know, it was three and a half minutes of free TV. Oh, that's why you're ready for this interview already. <laughs> I mean, you're the pro, right? I, love I like it. to be. I like to be. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we, we would see people come in and not be ready to perform, not be ready to take advantage of right. the opportunity. Yeah. And I thought to myself, wow, if I could just spend 15 minutes with you and tell you, you know, just a few things, right. it would make all the difference. And if I could really spend some time with you, you could probably move the needle for your organization or your project or your widget or whatever it is that you were promoting on the show. Because everybody's got a message, but can you articulate it yeah. clearly and concisely so people can digest it? Quickly. Yeah, that's the trick. And that's the rub. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, video. Mm. on social media and it is going to become more and more important for everyone to feel mm. comfortable in front of a camera and expressing themselves sure so we'll, we'll get into that a little bit okay. you there's some other things here i'd love to mention that you okay. are a supporter of the boys and girls club in all the cities that you've been in i think that's awesome love and them. you also do a lot to help people recover and prevent uh to recover recovery and prevention of drug abuse. How do you do that? Absolutely. Volunteering whenever I can. Oh, that's um, cool. I, I, I spoke, matter of fact, at the Georgia School of Addiction Studies, um, crowd of about 2,000, their annual meeting last fall. And I made some great relationships there that I continue yeah. to foster and continue to work with folks in the metro area. And, it, you know, with the opioid crisis I was working in Cincinnati, it was ground zero. Cincinnati, northern Kentucky, well, the state of Ohio was losing a dozen people a day to opioid oh, abuse. jeez. And the facilities were overrun. They were crowded. You can't arrest your way out of the opioid epidemic. No, because, no. I mean, it's starting at home in your medicine cabinet right. for a lot of people. Um, and the stories are heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I had heard so many 911 calls from children. Mommy and daddy can't, won't wake up. Please help. Oh, my goodness. You know, and so those kinds of things just, if they don't move you, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, that's horrible. And um, so, you know, Cincinnati was one of the places where I got hyper-focused on it and, um, and haven't let up the reins on it. So I'm constantly looking for opportunities to help 
promote a message, talk to folks, talk to families, um, because it could happen to any of us. Yes, it and could. it does. Yeah. And it does. Yeah, it's a know. big concern. And so anybody listening, you just heard that. If you would like, uh, and we're going to give you Mark's contact information a little bit later in the show. That's to keep you here. Uh, <laughs> but you'll be able to reach out to him. And maybe you can, uh, maybe he can come and talk to your group about uh, about some of the drug ab- drug abuse, recover, and prevention tactics that he, that he can uh, suggest that you guys uh, employ. Finally, you know, a little little personal here. You went to mm-hmm. Howard University. Yes, indeed. Big Graduated Blue, the Mecca. in 2016. Sure. I've been out <laughs> just a couple of years. <laughs> well, let's put it this way. I, it says here you met your wife at Howard, and you yeah. guys have been married for 25 years. So yeah, mm, yeah. do the math. <laughs> we, yeah. We met in um, 1987, and uh, I was playing football there, and she was uh, a freshman the year before. And um, we kind of met in passing. We knew some of the same people. I had seen her. And then in 1987, I worked up the nerve to, to ask her out. Bravo. And yeah, So been, you married up, I think. Yeah, yes, indeed. Good, good for She's you. an attorney, so I really oh, married her. Yeah, that yeah. is good. I don't well, win a lot of arguments. Though. I love that. that <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. If my wife, my wife knew how to debate me, I'd be in trouble. Oh, my gosh. All right, so. Again, glad you're here. Thank you. Let's Thank talk you. about some social media. Sure. This is there's a few things that are going on, and we'll talk a little social media. Then we're going to shift over, and we're gonna we're gonna put uh, we're gonna fire some questions at Mark and see how he does what he does at Mark Hayes Consulting. Some big news uh, recently came out. Mm. Instagram broke one billion users. Good one billion gracious. users. Everybody's there. Unbelievable. Everybody's now, there. And 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 Facebook mm-hmm. owns. Instagram. Mm-hmm. So here's something interesting. It wasn't that long ago that Facebook bought them. Uh, Facebook bought them in uh, just at the end of 2011, and they bought them for a billion dollars, and they had uh, somewhere around 125 million members. So since Facebook bought them, drove them all the way to a billion, just in September of last year, they had wow. 800 million. Wow. So. You know, and there's a, oh, I have a graph here. We're looking at you. Look at that. Look at that trajectory. Yeah. All right. So yeah, they may have just hit one billion, and and I can guarantee you, based on that trajectory, if I could draw out this graph, it's likely that they're they'll be at two billion without sure. you know, and that not that much longer. Soon, yeah. Why is this important? And you know, and actually, one of our one of the producers here, Mike, mentioned this that someone was broadcasting one of their shows here at Business Radio Wax using Instagram. So there are lots of ways to to harness this. But why is it important that we bring up Instagram being at one billion users? What's what's the deal here? You know, they've got IGTV coming too, so they're going to be a competitor for YouTube. So I mean, they are on a roll. They right are. Now. They are on a roll. But it's such an elegant format. Yes, it is. To, to, to promote your business. It's easy. Almost right. anyone can do it. Yep. You just need a little bit of thought. Yep. Um, and it's a nice, clean platform. Yeah, it is. And, um, and you have access to so many people. So every post is an opportunity. It is. Every post. Grow. It's something we talk a lot about here on How's Your Presence is grow your audience where your audience is. Look at mm-hmm. the demographics and target the demographic, the, the, the app or the, the social medium that, where, that has your, your audience. And, so it, and that could be on Instagram. You look at the age group that's on Instagram, and it's, it does lend itself a little younger. Mm-hmm. That could be a great place to, to be. Also, Instagram is overtaking Snapchat, and and I've got kids. My kids love Snapchat, um, and I don't I don't think it's going away anytime soon. 
I do think that Instagram will overtake Snapchat. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah, and absolutely. So, all right, I'm a business, and I'm trying to reach a client. Where am I going to go? Well, if my audience is on Instagram, I can do pictures, right? Mm-hmm. So you and I could I could take a picture of the two of us, and I could put it on Instagram and push that to my audience, tagging your audience. Mm-hmm. I, I that way I I activate your audience as well as mine, um, and I could I could push out the message that we're doing great work on social media, right? You could you could probably take a client and say before and after even, right? Here's a client presenting before I got with them and and here's a client after right some ideas that just some things for everyone out there also remember this this is important we are in the world of reality tv oh my gosh yes everybody loves reality tv (laughs) and if you produce something and it looks real it looks sort of you know reality tv ish it's going to um you're going to activate your audience they're going to find it more believable Mm -hmm. so I tell that because you you got to get out there get on social media even if you're uncomfortable with video start activating that and and you'll get a little better you'll mm-hmm. over time you'll get a little more comfortable at it but you'll you'll be able to reach a larger audience you know it's 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 interesting i was meeting with a client yesterday and um we were talking about the organic nature of his instagram page wow and it showed his interaction with his clients and i said you know when people see that they're going to want to come and be yes. a part of that. Right. So the more organic it is, the more natural it is, the more they see and feel your passion, the more interested they are. It's personal. Yes. It's, it is. It's a very personal everything, experience. Yeah, everything on social media is personal. And if you make it more personal, it only will act. I say activate too often, but you really, you're, 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 turning on that switch and getting your audience to pay more attention mm, because they, they find it interesting. Absolutely. So the, the trick is, and the businesses all say this, how can I come up with more content? Mm. Well, the thing is, is that every single professional we, we deal with, we do our work day in and day out and we have all these ideas that come through our heads and we think, gosh, you know, everybody, everybody has to know this because I think about it every day. An accountant thinks about things that 90% of the world doesn't, they don't know. So share that. Get that out there. Push that content out there in a short video. Hey, here's something new on tax law that you need to know. Make sure you don't do X. And it can be 30 seconds. Exactly. And you've got content. Boom. And people are going to eat that up. People don't realize how much content they have floating around in their magnificent brains. Right. If they would just translate it, you would get an audience. You'll be able to engage that audience. You'll get customers. Right. <laughs> You'll get cash flow. That's what being in business <laughs> well, I like is all how you about. did that. Look at that. S- speaking of making sure you say things succinctly, that is that's what it's ultimately all about. Absolutely. You if you're able to express that you are a subject matter expert expert, more people are going to come to you and they're going to want to hire you because Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. Well, that's good. All right, there's something else that happened on Facebook. Uh, Facebook and its properties. Yesterday, here in Atlanta. Uh, the Atlanta Braves played a game. Uh, so this is uh, the Wednesday game, June 20th, and it was started at 1230. It was on Facebook. Wow. I don't think it was even carried by the local news channel or the typical, wow. not news channels, but the typical TV. The only way you could watch the Braves yesterday was on, on Facebook. Facebook. I believe hmm. it. I believe it. When I was in, um, just before I left Cincinnati in 2016, 2017, there was a uh, – a big trial that had a huge amount of exposure. There was an unarmed African-American driver who was shot and killed by a University of Cincinnati police officer. 
the the lion's share of that trial we aired on Facebook. Wow. And the one thing that, that is interesting about a broadcast like a Braves broadcast or a, a trial that's highly exposed is the interaction because you can see the comments. Right. You can interact with, with actually other viewers and what's happening. Now, in the, uh, a highly charged. I bet know, there were. There were some interesting comments. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Not all of them st- tasteful. Sure. And that's another side of social media. But, you know, for the Braves, it's it's a great opportunity to connect with their fans. It is. It's, it's like you said, it's personal. It's more intimate. And, you know, and it's changing the dynamic of the way we covered news. I know it's changing the entertainment industry. It absolutely is. It's, it's, it's changing folks, so much. I'm telling you what, it's changing TV. Yes. Absolutely. So, you know, you've heard about the mergers between AT&T. Who they bought? Mm-hmm. They bought somebody recently. Time Warner. Thank Time you. Warner. I, you yeah. Of course you would know that. <laughs> so uh, why? It's because the television, uh, you know, the channels, they're, they're losing money. Yeah. And because the advertising dollars are going to social media. Um, and there's so many things to talk about here. And, and my brain is... Uh, and Just I need to racing. stay focused. There's, yeah, you know, and, and I got to get to you because we're 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 already quarter after. Here's what's really interesting is that um, you you know TV is going to be heading online, and it is already Netflix mm. and 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 Amazon Prime. I know our family watch will watch everything. Hulu, you know, all, all these on demand, yeah. exactly. Tubi. So get it is easy to get online, and it's easy to advertise to that audience, and you can pare down your 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 demographics in such a specific way and you can see immediately what they're what's happening how many people have seen it how many people have clicked you know if you're getting the roi on your mm-hmm. advertising i did talk to someone i i, I, I do a lot of uh, speeches and, and one of those things that came up last week is someone said hey i, I talked to my staff nobody interacts with advertising on facebook and i said well that you know ask the same number of people how many of them will will read every piece of mail that shows up and all that means is the reason that you're not interacting is you're probably not the target of it. Right. So <laughs> the people they're targeting are interacting. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I, I just if you're trying to figure out how to get your message out there, you've got to look at online advertising because you can control that. You, you know who the audience is. It's in a very specific way. And, and Facebook controls. Well, they really let you connect to people that are going to exhibit the attitudes you want. So, for example, if you want likes on mm-hmm. Facebook. Go on there and say, I want the people that will like my page. And there right. are people that will like your page. Yeah. Right? And then if you're looking for someone to buy, they understand who buys off mm-hmm. of Facebook. And they can target your your uh, your advertising to those people that will, quote, unquote, buy. Well, they've got all the information. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they absolutely do. <laughs> they've got a ton so, of information yeah, on us. <laughs> and that's a whole other conversation, right? So, so Mr. Hayes, you know, he, here you are. You're a successful guy out there in on TV. You're, you know, you You've got the world by the tail. Mm. Why stop that and become a consultant? <laughs> to be honest, I was tired. Oh, yeah? I was so, tired. Yeah. You know, I got up and did mornings for almost 20 years. Yeah, for <laughs> almost 20 years. And it was difficult because yeah. it's, it's, it's a lifestyle situation that, that affects the entire family. Right. Because, you know, if I try to go to bed six thirty, seven o'clock, the dogs still have to go out. <laughs> you know, the dishes still have to be washed. Dinner yeah, has to do. be made. I mean, so there are so many things that that the ripple effect. Um, and my wife is a saint for putting up with it for that long. Um, well, I, after talking to you for a little while, she's a saint for marrying. <laughs> you, but, you know, it's a whole story. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, you know, it's it was it was a lifestyle decision. And 
you know, at, at, at some point, the, the industry started changing, of course. Right. Um, there were a lot of changes. Technology brought about huge amounts of change in the business. And, um, you know, having been in the business since 1989, 1990, I'm kind of a dinosaur. So, you know, the new kids on the block are, are the kids that can power up one of these iPads or iPhones and produce an entire, you know, story for broadcast right there on their phone. Mm. Wow. So, you know, that's the competition that's out there. Mm-hmm. And it, um, it, it so there were a lot of changes. I'm, I, I'm, I, have, I hadn't been on vacation in the month of November since 1993. Why November? Well, that's our ratings period. It's our, oh. one of our most important ratings periods. Okay. So, you know, there were just subtle things that the average person gets to enjoy that we didn't get to enjoy in television because, you know, I mean, we're on every morning. So you didn't uh, you didn't get to celebrate Thanksgiving with the family, I take it. Well, you'd have to go to bed early, you know. So you want to eat early, then that creates a whole nother conversation, yeah. and you don't want to, uh, you know, bark at Mama too much about what time is dinner going to be, <laughs> because that well, doesn't make for a pleasant dinner conversation. But you know, hey, you are the man, right? And everybody there, all your family knows that you're on TV. So you know, you right. would think they'd kind of work with you on that. Well, they try, yeah. and 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 they did for many many years. But you know, you hate to impose, right? You know, if you, if you get the family together and you know, six thirty, you got a house full of people, and you got to go to bed. I get that. You know, and, and so it's it's a lifestyle decision. And I and I was ready. My my youngest was uh, had just graduated from college this uh, this fall, and um, you know we're young enough. We can enjoy. We have two grandbabies, so we can enjoy the grandchildren. Oh, now it's awesome. And, um, but we we have more freedom now. I like the freedom that we're afforded. Um, without the ball and chain of television news, you know, around my ankle, and uh, I miss I miss the people, sure, on yeah. both sides, the people I worked with, uh, the people whose stories we told. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did want, I wish if I had my magic wand and I could wave it over the industry, I would give every television outlet, broadcast outlet, uh, unlimited resources. So they could have as many people hey, and all the equipment that they could possibly want. I'm, I'm not in. I'm not in TV. Hit me with that one, will you? <laughs> right. Make sure that wand Bing. slips and goes. Oh, any presents? <laughs> unlimited resources. Right. Well, uh, you you transition into the uh, consulting um, to help people figure out how to get on TV, and and, mm-hmm. and especially when we were talking about what what we just did with Facebook and and Instagram. What is it that you find is the biggest challenge that Everybody out there, if there was one little nugget that someone mm-hmm. could could say, you know, would would learn, hey, if, when you're going to do this, do X. Is there something mm-hmm. like that? I, I, well, Maybe each, two or three situations. Right? Yeah. yeah, each situation is different. Um, I would say preparation, preparation, preparation. Oh, okay, you know, good. Be ready and have your message clear and concise. So it's good that I sent you all this paper before yeah. we start talking. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but know what you want to talk about. Know what you want to sell. Know what point. You want to leave your audience okay, with. Okay, so elevator pitch, I'm thinking, right? Mm. right? So if I'm going to get on, on air, and maybe it's radio, maybe it's television, mm-hmm. I need to make sure that I can succinctly describe my quote-unquote elevator pitch. Absolutely. Right? What if I can't figure that out? You, well, then that's why you hire me. Because <laughs> you know, I help you break it down. You know, I, okay. I, and, and it's some, it, I mean, I did it to sure. figure out what my skill set was. Right. And how to best be able to serve people. And, you know, based on what I know how to do, what, what the industry that I've been exposed to for 30 years, I had to figure out exactly what I had 
to offer that people would be willing to pay for. So, you know, here you and I, we, we're, this is, um, we're kind of comfortable here. Mm-hmm. Actually, it was interesting when I asked you before the show started, uh, bef- you know, at Good Day Atlanta, did you always get nervous <laughs> before the show? And you did say, you know, you got to, you know, yeah, you know, you your heart up. rate went up. Oh, yeah. Bit. But what about those people out there that, you know, they're, they're saying, oh, yeah, whatever. I am not ever going to be comfortable enough to get in front of someone, you know, or get in front of a group. And, 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 be, and I'm going to be too nervous. And I think that nervousness can be channeled in a positive way. You know, you've Absolutely. heard that. I mean, that almost sounds like a cliche. But have you had someone who was just extremely nervous and maybe they would, you know, they would perspire profusely when they were up on stage or something like that? What are some tricks that, they, that people can apply that can help them get over that? Well, I, I get people into storytelling mode. Ah. I have a client that I'm working with now. We actually work virtually. He's in Mississippi, and he sent me an email, and it's why I do this. He was so excited about an interview that he had done on the phone. And he had a person. He's got a personal interview coming up next week, and I'm going to coach him up on Monday. And, but he got into storytelling mode. And when you start telling stories, it it just who doesn't love stories? First of all, oh, I said, yeah, you know, you, I and you can think back to Curious George and all the great right. stories that your parents read you that you really enjoyed, the beginning, middle, and end, and you break it down to its simplest form, and then you you get people into a place where they're comfortable, a comfortable space that they, you don't have to be something else. Just because Tony oh. Robbins is a phenomenal speaker doesn't mean I'm going to go stand in front of a 1,000 people and try to do what Tony Robbins does. Right. I've got to do what Mark Hayes is best at. Mm-hmm. I've, got to be, I've got to have permission to be me a lot of times. So a lot of times you'll coach people up and say, look, it's okay to be who you are. You know, we will like you because you're genuine yeah. and authentic. That's so true. And people, because people can see through the nonsense. Right. People can, and I, and, and I learned this from my years and tell the feedback I would get in the, in the grocery store or at the barbershop. It's like, you know, you're not afraid to laugh at yourself. We appreciate that. That was, that was one of the most flattering things someone could say to me. You know, we, I would love to have a beer with you and watch a game. Oh, by the way, and that is true. So, if, you know, if there's a beer in a game coming up after this, <laughs> okay. let me know. There, you know. And I think that that's a, a very interesting point. And you can apply this, everyone, you can apply this to social media in the way mm-hmm. you appear in your photographs. Yes. And, and I'm telling you what, harness the availability of video mm-hmm. for your social media. It's, it is unbelievable how effective and how, how much you can grow your audience. I did this with my wife. So my wife is not um, – I would not accuse her of being a, a person that walks in the room and wants to meet everybody. Mm. It's just not her personality. Right. Um, you know, she's going to wait for folks to come up with her, come up to her, but she has almost 30,000 connections here. A quiz. What's the max number of connections you can have on LinkedIn? Hmm. 50,000, 30,000, 30,000. Yeah, 30, okay. Here's how I found out. My wife came home. She said, do you know what? The, the max is up 30,000 on LinkedIn. I said, well, who cares? <laughs> She said, me, I just hit it. You just hit 30,000 connections. No way. She's an executive recruiter, Ah, so her job is out there to constantly connect to them. And I said, you've got 30,000 connections? We're going to start doing video on your channel. So we did. Every Wednesday when my kid was in school, Mm -hmm. late start happens on Wednesday, and so she had an extra hour at the house. And so we used to sit and just talk about how LinkedIn can interact with um, with looking for a position, or mm-hmm. if you're looking for a position, or you're looking to fill one, how you can use LinkedIn. Sure. And we do these, you know, ideas, quick videos. Well, we drop it on our channel, and, and she's getting eight thousand views. Amazing. It's because That's it's video. Awesome. 
It's, it's because it's video. That's you big. Put, you put video on your website, Eighty people spend 80% longer on your website. That's big. All right, I'm looking at a clock here. I got. Right. I, we got to stop. I got to wrap things up here. Okay, this is fun, and and wow. I will tell you that I am. Um, I'm so glad that that we ran into each other, and yeah. I'm I'm thrilled that you were available and and willing to join me today. Absolutely. There is so much more out there that Mark Hayes Consulting can can offer you. How can people find you if they'd like to check that out? I have a website at um, MarkHayesConsulting.com. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Um, you can find me. I'm at Morning Maniac. That was my. I love my, that. That was my handle from yeah. TV from early early mornings. Uh, Mark Hayes LLC on uh, or Mark Hayes Consult on Facebook and uh, Mark Hayes TV on Insta. Awesome. So you can find. I'm pretty easy to find. Well, uh, I urge all of you to to look him up. If you are about to, you know, there could be somebody who's about to get interviewed for the first time. Uh. And they've never it's, done it's it. It's big. They need to call you. <laughs> and, and there's some anxiety that comes along with that. But well, I, yeah, but give me a call. <laughs> oh, yeah, please do. All right, so once again, thanks for being here. Thanks um, for having me. And, and when you're looking for ePresence, we want you to find us too. Just hit the web and search for ePresence. Uh, be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on LinkedIn or Twitter. You can find us all of our, and this is a trick, all of you should do this, our handles everywhere is, uh, is, is simply this, ePresence M-E. That's E Presence M E because it's all about you. And that's also our website, epresence.me. Epresence.me. That's all you have to remember. And if you're looking for me, you can find me at epresence. Excuse me. If my handles are epresencemg. Um, I do recommend that you standardize your, your handles across all of your social media for your company and for you. It makes it easier for people to find you. So, once again, thank you for joining us here on How's Your Epresence. Don't forget. We broadcast live on the third Thursday at 3 every month Eastern. Or just remember that you can go to businessradiox.com and select the business, excuse me, the Gwinnett Studio and click on How's, the, How's Your Represence logo and you'll find us there. We're also on iTunes, so we're putting our shows on iTunes. We did something pretty cool recently. We're starting a new version of How's Your Represence. It's called How's Your Represence Pint Size Edition. <laughs> and it's not because it's small, it's because we're meeting our guests over a pint of beer nice so we're, we're doing it on four <laughs> o'clock on fridays we're we're playing around with that so look for that that'll show up in our itunes channel and also i am featured on a radio show here in atlanta called lens on business uh that show airs on uh at six o'clock on saturdays on wsb radio 95.5 so saturdays at six look up lens on business and that's lens l-e-n-z on business but of course we prefer for you to listen to our shows here on Business Radio X. So for more about ePresence, don't forget, join us at ePresence.me. That's ePresence.me because it's all about you. And you can always find us on all those social media platforms using ePresence.me. Until next time, for my guest, Mark Hayes. Thank you, sir. And <laughs> I'm Mark Galvin. And this has been How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X.